Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a bartender advice line that is cheaper, cheaper than, than therapy. Cheap. Cheaper. <laughs> All right. And a one and a two and a cheaper, cheaper than therapy. God damn it, Shauna. Okay. One, two, three, four. Cheaper, cheaper than the therapy. Than therapy. <laughs> That's, that'll do it. That'll oh do my it. God. That'll do it's it. harder. It's harder without being in person. My goodness. I was, I've never experienced, experienced anything so hard in my life. This is Zoom Live, baby. That's pod privilege. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you everyone for tuning in for this week's edition of Cheaper Than Therapy brought to you by the TalkTales team. We are very excited to take all of the questions today and mainly we're really excited to introduce our guests because they're most people most people probably know this guy if you're in la in la bar scene but if you don't it doesn't matter because he's like the greatest guy on the planet and everyone should know him uh, if you don't know him do you live under a rock like what what are are you doing i know we're quarantined but goddamn i mean you might not know him as a bartender but (laughs) you 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 may have heard his band before he's pretty pretty much a you know celebrity you know let me just i I first want to make sure i have approval to play a little snippet of this yeah we don't want to get sued so okay we're not going to announce who this is but if you can name this band then we're going to send you a cocktails we're going to send you a canned cocktail we're going to send you a canned cocktail we're going to send you a can of tuna (laughs) (laughs) all right here we go let's see let's see Uh. <laughs> Wait, which one is you? What's happening? I'm the one right without here. a shirt on. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you baby. Okay. All right. So if you have if if what if you haven't got it yet, let me I'll just play one more snippet here. <laughs> you guys <laughs> oh yeah the best part of this show is like five people on it <laughs> it is the one and only max reese welcome <laughs> oh man but you didn't expect that did you nope 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 i knew i had a feeling there was going to be a roast element but i was uh, <laughs> i didn't know this early on <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is like the best way to discredit any advice that I will give anybody. <laughs> no, no, it means that you got through it and you rose above. So if anything, I would take advice from you. So that oh, dude went go. through Perfect. that. Damn, he knows yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah, be like, I have slept in vans. <laughs> I've I done know disgusting vans. things. I have peed in bottles. Um, awesome. So anyone who uh, doesn't know the band, the mouth of the serpent. <laughs> I didn't realize we're going to start this whole episode with a trivia, like metal trivia, but boom, we did. (laughs) If anybody got that right, I will be shocked. (laughs) Send them canned cocktails and cans of tuna. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Promise is a promise. Yeah, we'll send you that can of tuna. No, no joke. Here's some sturgeon. <laughs> don't, don't test us on that. I actually have five cans of tuna in my cabinet right now. That's a lot of tuna. I, I went on a tuna like spending spree because it was in the beginning of COVID, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to um, eat real meat or not. Excuse me, five <laughs> oh <my> cans. <laughs> uh, whatever. That's what what is that? Eight cans of tuna. This is eight cans of tuna. Jesus. <laughs> Okay, I'll take your eight and I'll raise you. <laughs> Let me go right. look at my cabinet. You want to hoard? I'm hoarding. Oh, right. oh spam. Yeah. spam. Can okay, of spam. Well, I love oh, spam. Everybody should have that much at all times. Me too. I'll can of spam. Next to it. It's kind of weird. It's not turkey. It's not ham. It's a can of spam. Mm. <laughs> that I, that was a quote from an old friend's band, Jetlag. <laughs> I didn't make it up. I, I can't mean, take credit. <laughs> It's not turkey. It's not what ham. It's, it's a not, can of spam. It's not turkey. It's not ham. It's a can of spam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I it should be. It is probably butthole, probably lungs, probably a slurry of various animals. It's a Noah's Ark of body parts. You know, yeah, it's. It, I think it was all pork. Though, that sounds no? like a song right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so this is really exciting. For those who don't know you, Max, obviously you're in a ba- you were in a band, um, but we don't know you from that era. That took a little Google searching for my from myself. Uh, but you are a bartender here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I do. I shake things. I shake it, and uh, we we've been on our talk tales before. So, but it was on our past. Uh, format talk to us the podcast bartender stories and you told us all some stories but now we're we're putting the pedal to the metal and we're gonna be asking you questions and or we're not asking you questions our listeners are asking you questions and mm. us questions and we we wanted to bring you in because you have such great stories and you obviously have experience with people and you have experience on the road uh so I feel like the combined experience with entertaining in the musical format, as well as behind the bar, I think you're going to be really good at this. I hope so. I mean, uh, my bandmates used to always get really mad at me because I would tell too many jokes on stage, which apparently is not a good idea <laughs> if you're in a band. So you never know. That's not metal, Max. They were pretty metal jokes, but this could go really one of two ways for you guys. <laughs> How are you feeling with the with the quarantine type? bartending do you miss these interactions with, with guests i mean you don't have any contact with you don't have a bar mm-hmm. top right now do you no 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 um right. i'm actually i'm really enjoying the challenge uh uh-huh. because a i like feel really safe bringing my bartenders back to work because it's just two people behind a bar with no one around wearing PPE right. equipment, which to me is just like it feels okay it doesn't right. feel like i'm putting them back into anything like i really have so much respect for the servers who are on the floor right now you know talking to people and whatnot but um, I'm just really trying to use this time to, you know, just do things I couldn't normally do before. So, right. um, I'm actually having a fun time. It's like, I'm doing this like really like after this, I'm almost like, you know what? I don't think we should ever have bar guests in my restaurant again. Because <laughs> it's just, Get I mean, of the bar seats. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's like, it's honestly, it's like everyone at the restaurant in the restaurant is getting a bar top quality cocktail. You know what I mean? Right. It's like. It's just like the drinks have gone up immensely in quality, so it's it's great. There's so many. Yeah, you can take them to go now. You can you can can them. Yeah. Like we're drinking the delicious canned cocktails that you brought for us. They're amazing. They uh, awesome. seriously are. Sean, yeah, I mean, 
sorry. Um, there's, well, I'm confused. a, I know. I'm sorry for, for listeners. Uh, I, I am like a goldfish and like a OCD or not OCD, ADD. <laughs> and so there's like, I have like five screens happening, uh, with this virtual platform. So I'm just like trying to make sure everything is operating quick, uh, properly right now. Uh, because I from our past episodes, I don't know if you could tell because I'm editing, but I've really fucked them up. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm trying not to do that anymore it's a work in progress yeah um but no we you were talking we were talking about these canned cocktails and i'm trying one right now and this fits in very perfectly with boom what are we drinking <laughs> yeah what are we drinking shauna <laughs> i'm drinking well i'm can drinking cocktail. A, paloma, a cocktail up in the can a paloma cocktail in a can but what's boom what's in it Matt, tell us what we're drinking. Get over? Yes, yeah, that's, that's you. That's you. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, uh, it's a Paloma, uh, you know, which to me is classically grapefruit soda, usually Mexican squirt, a little squeeze of lime, some salt, and tequila. Uh, so I, when I reopened my bar program, my whole goal is to use the chance to actually fully reset and retrain everything to make it, uh, I want to call it zero waste. This cocktail is zero waste, but I would say like minimal waste program. So like I have a list behind the bar of everything we're throwing away or thinking about throwing away and we write it down and we brainstorm how to recycle it or upcycle it into the program. So we actually take the leftover grapefruit juice from the day before from in the restaurant. We uh, clarify it in a centrifuge. We turn it into a shelf-stable cordial and then we uh, make a cocktail out of it, force carbonate it and can it. So it can be sold to go uh, last over a month and uh, also be enjoyed in in house. It's tons of fun and delicious. So I mean, so, I mean the, absolutely. And the the like responsibility of the no waste is amazing too. And I just wanted to uh, clarify for listeners that the can can be no waste as well, right? They can send the can back to you, and then you can put tuna in it, and then resend it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you bring it in, I'll actually crush it against my head very dramatically and say something like hoo and then uh you know it's and that's that's basically recycling i think that's how it works so. well good yeah i mean you guys yeah. heard it first you heard it first yeah, um, and into into humor immediately bad oh. badass humor hey. yeah recycle recycle product psycho baby <laughs> oh, i suppose man. you can put spam in there too spam's a little funnier than tuna I actually, when I first um, got my canner working, I kept my, my buddy Gino is a spirits distributor in town and our spirits curator for, for Winebow. And I kept really wanting, cause I was talking about these cocktails I was working on and there was nothing more I wanted to do than just like can a bunch of minestrone and label it Paloma and like give it oh, to him. No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds brilliant. Yeah. I'd be like, here's your Italian wedding soup, Gino. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, we Ice Wait, wait, like, oh, what did we, what did we, what was your new stage name? I forget. There was a king can cocktail. Oh, I had cocktail one. King yeah, can. we gave, we gave oh, you yeah. a new, I'm trying to find it. I think it's king can cocktail. King can cocktail? I'll take that. <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> like in my mind, I was thinking it was like Yan can cook. <laughs> sure, sure. Like dilution lord or something yeah. like that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dilution lord <laughs> king, king can cocktail the dilution oh lord i almost named my cat uh 
after my favorite metal singer's stage name, or not my, he's not my favorite singer, it's my favorite metal stage name, which is Lord Worm. <laughs> That's <laughs> the hardest thing to say ever. I was just like, oh man, yeah, I was, I, I still call him Lord, Lord Worm in confidence sometimes, you know, but not I don't even think I can say that. Lord, Lord Worm? Lord Worm. Say Lord it really, like, say it really fast <laughs> and you're really mad. Lord Worm! <laughs> oh, Lord Worm, stop scratching up the couch! <laughs> stop pooping, Lord Worm! You kind of have to do it with like a growly, like metal oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adele, take it. Lord Worm. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I, I, you. I will I'm never. I would never. Um, let's see. Okay. I feel like, like, what, what, maybe we should just jump into a question, should we? I'm here for it. Literally, like, I'm here for these questions. Like, that's why I signed up. So oh. that's also why I'm here, coincidentally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. I, I was here for friendship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but fine. We'll get to your questions. <laughs> uh, everyone uh, just wants the questions. Everyone just wants mm -hmm. questions. Okay, sorry. Questions are important. <laughs> yep. Just throw me the wolves, guys. Whose who life are we going to fix today? Okay. So uh, we, we have a caller here. Uh, I'm not sure who it is, but thank you so much, caller, for calling. And I hope that we can answer this question appropriately. But here we go. Let's see. So I was wondering during this pandemic what your favorite cocktail has been or you created. Thank you, guys. Did you guys get that? So what has our favorite cocktail been during that pandemic? Is that what it was? Yeah. So uh, he was wondering what our favorite cocktail has been or favorite one that we've created during the pandemic from being away from Abba's. Oh, shoot. Well, do, do you guys want to take that? Should I field it? What are we doing here? Max, you go first. You're the guest yeah. of honor. Yeah. <laughs> like, what we, we're not going to take, <sighs> take your glory. I feel like I can't highlight one of my cocktails. So I'll like, I think a yeah, cocktail. Yeah, you can. Well, I mean, eh. mm. I'm too self-deprecating. I can't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went. Well, I'm doing canned cocktails, and part of the reason I'm able to do that is because I was working with Mike Capo Ferry over at Thunderbolt for a while, and he was teaching me how to use his canner, which is uh, really nice of him, and give me some pointers. And he has had some truly bananas cocktails. Um, he had this one called the Can Cumber that was clarified cucumber water, gin like rosemary eau de vie and lime acid or clarified lime and it was stupid good i thought you were saying lime asses lime asses <laughs> just cut off the butt of the lime and that's, well, that's like a that's a no two thing right just lime ass yeah yeah just sugar muddled lime ass and rum <laughs> <laughs> boom call it a day um... i loved it though it, oh no it was tequila it was tequila not gin but um I really liked it because it, it made me feel like so incredibly basic and wonderful because like I'm one of those people that like I don't ever have like cucumber or like raspberry or anything in my menus. I'm like, there's beets in this one. You're going to fucking like it. You know, and uh, <laughs> it was really nice to just be like, oh, wow, this is delightful. There's like, holy water. Oh, holy water. Right. <laughs> what? You don't want holy water in your cocktail? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> one sip missing just from you, Shauna. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, really? Because is that the one I just got tasted on on its own? Probably pre-COVID, by the way. Pre-COVID. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't we don't share anymore. <laughs> sharing? What's this word you speak of? Sharing? Oh God! Yeah, what is what is sharing? Yeah. Who's that? Never heard of her. Yeah, a family um, style. 
<laughs> Let's see. For me, I actually haven't been drinking cocktails at all at home. Like my my fiance, he's like a, <gasps> a, a beer and a shot kind of guy. And I've just been kind of like joining him on that train through this 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 is the reality we call a quarantine. Oh, um, I've been drinking a lot of white claws. I still hate them, but I've been drinking them a oh lot more God. than I used to before. Oh my God. I mean, they're I've... terrible, but they're just somehow there's always they're always around. I don't know. I don't know how that like there's a white claw in my fridge right now. I did not buy it. I do not know how I got there. So they're always around. So yeah, Beza just implants them in your fridge. They just appear. I mean, people just, yeah, I don't know. They're always there. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like once I went through like whatever I had in my little home bar, cause I went through it fairly quick. I just like stopped making cocktails. Cause it was just like, Hey, you want a cocktail? I was like, no. Do you want a beer and a shot? Yes. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's do that. So that's just kind of easy piece. So, so if you was actually being back to work, feels kind of nice. Like I shook a cocktail and was like, Oh, this feels nice. This is, I never thought I'd say this, but I feel good to be back to work because I haven't really been making any cocktails at all. I like the question though, because, uh, I think a lot of times bartend, uh, I'm sorry, guests or people who do not bartend, they always wonder what the hell we're drinking, you know? And I think Adele's answer is pretty like on point for bartenders, which is, a beer and a shot like that's what we're drinking <laughs> a yeah, lot of times usually, you know yeah. um it's easy and uh when i i i can only speak for myself of course um but i only i don't really dabble in like really elaborate cocktails unless i am making it for somebody else um but that being said margarita hell yeah i drink margaritas like they're going out of style i love them i love them what's uh, your what's your mark spec Dang. Uh, well i totally like okay so my margarita this is totally i'm glad you asked this because um everyone kind of does this whole you got to make the classic margarita thing right uh mm. and i'm like i don't think so i think that you should make a margarita how you sh how you like a margarita and my margarita is uh two ounce tequila uh Three quarter ounce of orange liqueur, triple sec, whatever. It's like the four dollar triple sec, whatever I can find. Um, and then uh, I like to do a splash of grapefruit juice and three quarter ounce of lime juice, and it's just a, like a bar spoon of syrup. There you go. It's almost like a Hemingway. Yeah, the he grapefruit Hemingway juice, margarita. Well, I learned I learned the grapefruit juice from this bar way when I was like 21 in Santa Cruz called Rock of the Sea, and they had the best happy hour in town. They, they, if you buy a margarita, which all day long they were five bucks, but if you bought a margarita for happy hour, then they would give you a free food item. So you order a margarita, Ooh. you get a taco. You order a margarita, you get a taquito. You order right. a margarita, you get a small nacho. So like. <laughs> Now it's I the like, opposite in COVID times. They're like, we yeah. have to give you food so we can serve you alcohol now. Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. I was like, I would sit there and I'd get a full meal and a full drunk. Oh, there you go. Full drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget you're from Santa Cruz. That's right. I know. That is right. Yeah, man. That's how uh, it was. Man, I'm a, I'm actually kind of a sick fuck. I, uh, I have in my freezer at all times during quarantine and beforehand, I have a pre-diluted frozen mar uh, martini. Gin martini. And then I also do Negronis where I exempt the gin and I sub in Manzanilla sherry. So it's like a Louis BB Negroni. Damn. And I can drink like 60 of them. It's great. 
It's great. Oh my god, the next episode we're gonna do. Okay, listeners, I'm totally working on this live stream thing. I'm gonna get it under control. But as soon as I get this live stream thing under control, we're gonna start doing bartender cribs. So Ooh. that's gonna happen, Max. We're gonna bring your. <laughs> we're gonna open your freezer and see how many bottles freezer, of that Negroni little, got in there. A bar. <laughs> yeah, so everyone can see what's going on at all the bartenders. <laughs> there you oh, go. Man. This thing is top to bottom. I have six shelves of alcohol behind me. I'm totally good. Yeah, we're going to do cribs. Uh, so bar- bartender a martini, bars. A martini bars. and a Loi BB uh, Negroni ready to go at all times. Well, I have like, I'll entertain a lot. And I got like, A, I like to drink sometimes just to take a load off. I usually will just drink like a neat mezcal or something and a beer right. like you said. But, but I have friends come over and like, I want a cocktail. And I just hate being in my kitchen especially now because everyone's hanging out on my like porch distanced or something right. so i don't want to disappear for half an hour constantly make cocktails so i'll just right. pre-dilute them keep them in the freezer pop them out just like i'll just like take a pitcher of margarita you know someone's like i want a cocktail i'm like here's 12 that's like and I'm, I'm not going back inside you're such a good host i feel like you put as a bartender people always expect like you're the bartender make me a cocktail i'm like fuck you you make me a cocktail <laughs> get out of my house what are you doing here well, Max, uh, I, I introduced Leandro to it uh, in a couple of episodes ago, but le- I, I would like to spread the word about the mucket. The mucket. The mucket. Yeah, yeah, it's called it's called a mucket, and it's you just whatever bucket you have around. Like a bucket. You, you just like put a, a big. Old, you do a big massive margarita in it. Big Paloma. And, and oh, nice. Just, and you just put a ladle in there, and then people have at it. Yep. <laughs> okay, so. I was I was reading about the biggest batch cocktail ever made, um, which apparently was this party in like I can't remember what it was. It was a long time ago, like over a hundred years ago. And they threw this party that lasted days, and they filled up a fountain with punch, and they had people in boats riding on the punch <laughs> that would scoop it out and give it to you. It's like I, I'll send you the link later. It's amazing. I was just like, That's what is this reality that I am not a part of? I'm so Shana, mad. Shauna had a uh, margarita fountain at your wedding, right, Shauna? Yeah, my my um I didn't want a bartender at my wedding, so or at Johnny and my wedding. And uh so we I ordered two champagne fountains. One was filled with an old fashioned and the other one was filled with a margarita. <laughs> So That's no awesome. one had, yeah. And so did everyone just like put their glass under and fill her up? People were falling on their faces. I bet. I don't suggest it unless you're used to people falling on their faces. <laughs> Is alcoholic fondue a thing? Because I feel like it should be a thing. You just dip. <laughs> dip what would you dip in it? Uh, oh, you mean like cheese you... with alcohol in it? I mean, that, that is what I meant, but you know, we could it can go either way. Listen, <laughs> you had my curiosity, now you have my attention. I'd be super like, alcohol fondue, let's go. Yeah, okay. let's do it. I okay, I didn't to... expect this question to get like this in, involved. <laughs> I forgot that somebody asked that question. I know that yeah, one. Right. Really, thank you, caller, for really like that one. Really launched us on something. <laughs> we just came up with like fifty great ideas, or like the, bartender cribs and cheese fondue, cheese on a booze, cocktail fountain. <laughs> <laughs> we just slice off a piece of cheddar, like gnaw on it. <laughs> this had great ideas happen, you guys. Oh my god. Okay, well, let's get on to the next question. Otherwise, everyone's gonna lose their turn. All right, here we go. This uh oh, okay, so this is a call from Jimmy. All right, Jimmy, what do you got to say? 
Hey there, Tocktails. This is Jimmy calling. I've got a question for your guest, Beer Ghost. Why the hell is his name Beer Ghost, but all he does is talk about Mezcal? Now, that's one question, but the other question is, is Mezcal really just smoky tequila? And also, why the hell is it so expensive? Anyway, I miss you guys, and I hope you're doing well. Stay safe, wear a mask, and if you don't wear a mask, well then, you're trash. Talk to you later. Oh my gosh, Jimmy, thank you so was it, wait, that kinda sounded like somebody we know. Was that was that cocktail hating Jimmy? No. That. That, no, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was cocktail hating Jimmy. I think so. I think I heard that episode. I think that was him. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh my gosh, cocktail hating Jimmy. I didn't expect you to call. That's awesome. And so great nice. questions. Yeah, great, great, great questions. Uh, I, I definitely think uh, beer ghost over here. You got to take that that first one. Why, why are you the beer ghost if you only talk oh, about mezcal? <laughs> well, first of all, it's like hilarious to me that like Instagram names have like superseded into like real life so much because all people show up and I'm like, they're like, oh, beer ghost. I'm like, what? You know, that's like me My being like. Max. Yeah, it's like me being like, ooh, dog lover sixty nine. Is that you? Like, <laughs> you know. I don't know. It's it's pretty funny, but uh, but hey, I'll I'll take it. Why not? Um, Beer Ghost actually originated uh, because I used to nickname Beer Ghost was my nickname for a Hangover. So I would say, "Oh, I'm being haunted by a Beer Ghost." <laughs> like, "Oh my god," um, which is in high school. And then uh, I don't know. Like, I've I've rationalized it as like, well, you know, it's like distill beer. If the ghost of the beer becomes a spirit. Right, so that's that's the oh, ghost of beer. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's just huh. me being a prick about it. No, it's it's just a hangover name. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you included like the you know the that t- tidbit want, of that. Yeah, I'm like, you want some razzle dazzle? I'll razzle dazzle. Yeah, you. you t- <laughs> <laughs> I am very razzle dazzled right now. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I guess the mescal thing. I mean, uh, I mean, for me, mescal is not just smoky tequila. You know, it. Uh, I guess that would just be what was that brand? Sammy Hagar's Mesquila. <laughs> that smoky tequila. Um, Wait, that's the name of Sammy Hagar's tequila? Wait, mezcal? He, he does half tequila, half mezcal, and he blends them. No. Into, into mezquila. Why? Should we bleep? Should we just bleep the name out so people don't go try it? Oh, <laughs> no, God, don't go try it. It will give yeah, you COVID. It. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it will give you COVID. Yeah, yeah. Don't try it. Or it'll, give iPods. You, or it'll give you a pretty cool old school mullet haircut. <laughs> that is true. That is true. If you drink it, I will come over when you're passed out and, and, oh, and give you an old school mullet haircut. And, and I'll draw a dick on your forehead. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what was the, oh, yeah. And the third question is why is it so expensive? Well, yeah, because, well, mezcal isn't smoky tequila uh, because uh, it is not all smoky. That is a misconception, although it is commonly a trait of it. And uh, tequila uh, usually made in an oven, which is why it's not smoky, but uh, pre to modern technology and then transitioning to an oven, it was roasted underground in a conical oven, just like mezcal. So it originally also had a smoke aspect as well, although uh, they would leave the piñas whole. So it was a less smoky rendition of that category. And it's expensive because it takes a long time to grow and a lot goes into it. So you should pay a lot of money for it because... You want to shoot some down your gullet, which uh, you should do 
vodka or whiskey or something. Well, you pay what you get for. If you really want to go for the super inexpensive mezcal, you're not really getting the full experience that mezcal can give you. You're getting, you know, a half-ass experience because you only have paying for it. Or also, a half tequila bottle, like Sammy Hagar likes to give you. <laughs> or, that, or that. Or that. Or, you know. Sammy, come on the podcast, Sammy. We'll talk yeah. tequila. See, we no. could put, I think ricea, now that I'm thinking about it, would be perfect for our cheese fountain idea because it's kind of lactic, you know? Oh. A fondue and ricea fountain. Dang. We could do this, guys. Listen. I'm, I'm on board. With some tortillas already- inside, so it's like a, like a quesadilla, like a build your own quesadilla fondue situation. Dude, Adele can make the adobo. We could be rich, and True. we could be rich. We could dip hey. your Jello shots into them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we've already we've already made a, a rotisserie chicken michelada, so I'm pretty sure we could do this. The tortilla uh, fondue, doable. Tortilla yeah. fondue. Oh yeah, big time. Consider right. it done. Do you think we? <laughs> I think we covered that. We did that. I didn't do anything. I contribute nothing to that question. Well, it was it's very much directed to beer ghost. So yeah. So beer ghost, you handle that. I think we got all three parts, right? One, two, three. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Okay. Cool. 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 The, the Holy Trinity. Yep. The cocktail the hating Jimmy. <laughs> God damn it. Cocktail hating Jimmy. Oh, uh, but, oh, but in reality, thank you so much for calling. That was exciting. I didn't expect thank that. Thank you. Okay, cool. So, uh, like, Great job answering those questions. I think we nailed that. Cocktail Hating Jimmy, you're awesome. Thank you for calling. And we're on to, let's see, our next caller. And uh, from my notes here, anonymous, I'm not sure who this is, but let's see what they have to say. Hi, Cocktails. I was wondering how you guys are dealing with bars opening, bars closing, and uh, how you're able to plan for the future during this pandemic thank you thank you that that's that's a that's a heavy one that's a heavy one shauna you want to start with that one yeah i can take that one i've i've gone through the whole closing opening closing thing with my bar um that i work at and and okay so i'll just go quickly um go going back to work the first time Okay, leaving work the first time was very stressful. It was like, okay, I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen in the future, so there was not really any ideas of planning there. Uh, but then when we I went back, I was like very scared, and I was like, I, this seems a little off and not right to me. Like, um, and while I was the first day was sketchy and weird and like uncomfortable, but I I got back into this like the good role of things, but still very nervous and like I didn't really like like interacting. Um, but then it closed down again. And then I was like, actually kind of relieved to be honest about the close down again. Um, it, it made me feel more comfortable and we're still closed down. Now I've kind of changed my gears. I had to get creative and start figuring out a money situation, especially because they're getting rid of all the, um, EDD and all that. And so I've brought everything online and I've reconfigured my entire, like, like life to be virtual. Um, what does that mean for my future? Absolutely fucking nothing. I've never planned for my future ever, ever, ever before in my life. Uh, I've never, I never plan. I mean, maybe I'll plan like a week in advance, like being like, okay, I know I have to do this podcast this day. And like, I have things in my calendar, but like a financial situation of being like a responsible, like what you would say as an adult. Uh, nope. That's not a part of my regiment. I don't do that. And it's so far so good. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, as long as you're crafty, I mean, I think bartenders by nature are very crafty people. So caller, uh, I want to assume that you're a bartender. Uh, just just keep moving in any direction. Don't be stagnant. Just keep moving forward or left, right. Try not to go back. Move it in a direction. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it me you- next? Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Well, other than my thriving OnlyFans account, um, I have been <laughs> quite busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um, I got really lucky. We we shut down for a while. My bosses um, shut down the whole restaurant just for the safety of the staff, which I thought was really uh, great of them because you know we were privileged enough to have enough income to float us without doing a to-go heavy program immediately, which is a privilege. And um, I see it as such, which was, uh, which was really great for my staff. And then when we opened back up, um, we opened up, I had a lot of anxiety, but like I was talking about earlier, I think I was talking about earlier, this might have been before the podcast, but there's so much space between my bar team and the guests. And uh, so it really alleviated my anxiety once I was there because all of a sudden it was like, oh no, this is just actually me and my friend with face shields on, <laughs> hanging out, making things. So uh, for me, I, I, I feel really lucky because my restaurant's like half patio too. So we, even though we thought we were going to get shut down again, we're, you know, thriving and doing really well. And my bartenders are making actually better money than they were before the lockdown, um, which, is, which is something I really made sure to do. Um, Cause I really wanted to make sure that our staff was coming back. The whole idea was do things really smart, streamlined and make sure that they're just, you know, being compensated fairly for their time. Um, and then also I was, I've been doing uh, cocktail deliveries with a bunch of out of work bartenders um, when they were out of work, some of them were back at work, but Sean from Republic and Claire from Hippo and my buddy Vey uh, and we've been doing charity, uh, cocktail deliveries as well, which we just did for a black lives matter, uh, charity. So we've been trying to stay busy and, um, really try to put some good into the world where we can. And, uh, I don't know. I've actually just been a complete prick since I came back because everything I was like a little on the fence about, about like ethics behind my bar, I've just been like coming back and just ripping it out. You know, <laughs> it's just been like, I was like, I don't like how little I'm paying for my, well, tequila, even though, you know, it's like, I think it was a great product and I had a great relationship with them. I felt weird paying so little. So I transitioned my entire bar program to not actually have a well anymore. We're just doing cocktail placements to support smaller, um, smaller products that I'm are worried are going to go out of business, things nice. like that. So yeah, you know, I'm just trying to make sure if I go down, I go down fine. So <laughs> that's my, that's great. my plan. Yeah, and, the only, it- and my only fans, of course. Yeah. Great call. Anyone, anyone listening, shop local, shop local, shop local, shop mm. local for sure. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm really glad all these giant brands are doing well, you know, on off, off premise, but there's so many brands that are reliant on on-premise sales. And I'm just like, you get all my love right now. That's, that's it. Like, that's awesome. good for you. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. I wish more people Thank were, you. Thank you. were <laughs> um, actively trying to do that that's something that gets so lost on so many people and the consumer has no idea you know what i mean the fear that falls strictly on the responsibility of the bartenders or the people running the bar programs because people who have not worked behind a bar or dealt with that side of it have no fucking clue like at all they're they're just you know what i mean it's just well um, what about you what about you so for me like i was out of work for like three months and i um it's like a lot of anxiety because i didn't really want to go back to work but i also have to go back to work 
so uh, lucky for me, the way that my place is set up, we with the outdoor only like whatever rules now, we turned the uh, the the parking lot into a bit like a big beer garden which is um so the bar is inside so i have zero contact with anybody which gives me a lot of comfort like i literally work alone which is really cool i just play music and make cocktails and it's it's really i am really enjoying that but for us the money it's like not nearly as what it was before so i think from a financial um like the anxieties now for me come in a financial way. Like, it's just like, okay, like it's hard to plan for the future when you don't, when you have no idea how much money I'm going to make. And like, I'm in the process of planning a wedding, you know what I mean? Which is like, probably not going to happen anywhere near in the ways that I, I was going to, you know, do it because I can't, you know, you, you think you have everything planned out and kind of like an outline of how you want to do things. But then when a ranch gets thrown in your plants like this and I'm, trust i'm not even like complaining i'm not trying to be frivolous like i am healthy and i do have a job a lot of people don't and i feel very lucky in that sense um but it's really hard to plan of like you know anything from vacations to fucking weddings to like visiting family to this to that because you don't know you know how if we're gonna shut down again you don't know if the cases are gonna go up if they're gonna go down you don't know you are literally hanging on a string uh and you kind of get used to that kind of anxiety because i feel that through the complete shutdown the the stay-at-home order you felt like oh it's gonna reopen next week it's gonna reopen this week it was this constant like not knowing like you know what i mean had i known in march that i was gonna be out of work for three months then i would have put it on my calendar and i would just kind of let go and just wait till then but this constant like anxiety of like you don't know what's going to happen the next week and the week after and the week after and that's kind of how i feel right now not so much with my health but just like with my income like right now i do have a job i'm not making the money that i used to before but that's okay um but it's hard to plan like i can't say like yeah i'm gonna go do x y and z in december when i have no idea if i'm gonna have a job that's gonna allow me to do that so it's just been really weird i think planning at this point i'm planning on not planning you know what i mean mm -hmm. i was talking about the other day actually i feel like because at first i was like i can't believe all these people are getting married right now <laughs> and then i and then i was like it's actually the best time to get married because then you're just like, sorry, I didn't invite you. Like, yeah. like COVID, so, COVID. So I, I'm like, dude, fuck it. It's COVID. Let's go to the courthouse. Like, we don't have to have a wedding. But my fans are like, no, we should have a wedding, blah, blah, blah. But it's just been, it's been really difficult to um, plan. It's been really difficult to, like, uh, be excited about it because it's like, oh, my God, the word's on fire. Anyways, I think I just found my dress. You know what I mean? It's such a, like, like contrast oh, of, like, yeah. being super frivolous, and it just feels wrong. I just want to get it over with. Like, it's just, it's such a weird place to be in. And like I said, like, that's such a uh, mundane thing to be worried about when your livelihood is, at you know, at stake. Or even your health, you know what I mean? Because we are going out there every day like, interacting with people that we don't know. So that totally takes a, a, a backseat which it's like really interesting. You, I guess you start gaining perspective in a lot of things, like what things are really important and what really matters and what should take priority in your life, which is it's, it's weird times, friends. Yeah. Weird yeah, times. We, yeah, for me, it's the, it's the mucket. The mucket, <laughs> yeah. Man, I thought it was really weird because, you know, I, was, I felt really lucky when we all first shut down because I was getting great unemployment and all this stuff. And then all, the, and I was just like, man, this is like, 
you know, this is, you know, I feel so bad for all these grocery store workers that all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm expendable. I'm, right. I'm the necessary worker that has to go back to work. Right. Oof. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're all like in, we're all in this together guys. So like ultimately if anyone needs help, just always reach out and talk. Like if you need help, just find, put it out there. People will help. People are nice. And for the love know. of God, wear a fucking mask. Just wear a mask. Just do and it. And a condom. Wrap them up, boys. <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's. I think we we nailed that one. Here we go. We got another caller. Oh 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 oh. oh. Uh, it's um it's Mike from Sunny's or should I say um, X Sunny's? Mm. Moonies. Yeah. Moonies. <laughs> Hello, Shauna. This is Mike who used to work at Sunny's before they sadly closed down. And I have some questions for Max and yourself for cocktails. And hopefully you guys can answer them for me. I have a couple. So let me see. First question. Uh, any advice on how to make the jump from working behind the bar to also becoming a brand ambassador? I would love to know some advice on that. Okay. I'm going to stop there and then we'll go in the second. Who wants to take that one? Who's got the brand ambassador? Well, he thing? specifically said Shauna and Max. So I'm just not going to answer any of these questions. <laughs> Whoa, Mike. Mike. Whoa, Mike. Whoa, Mike. I'll just edit Adele. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but you're the only one doing brand stuff right now. So why don't you you take this one? Who, me? Yeah. Oh. Um, well, How'd I, you make I, the jump? I they literally just hit me up. They're like, "Hey, you looking for a side hustle?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what's up, baby? Talk to me." And then that was it. But I'm not really like I'm just like I'm just um I'm working with Union Mezcal, which is a brand that I've loved I've loved for a very long time. Um, I love their story. I love um their whole business model. Um, and I've had a really good relationship with the brand rep. She would come into Black Cat a lot, and you know she's from Mexico. We used to always like chit chat. She's a really sweet girl, Desiree. Shout out. Um, and then with the pandemic, they were just like, "Hey, you know, like Mezcal is like doing really bad right now. Like we lost like like eighty percent of ourselves, and we're one of the lucky ones because we're pretty well established um, now. Instead of like, they were basically recruiting bartenders from each region to kind of help." get them placements and you know this and that um but it's not like full-on brand work because there are no bars for me to go to it's just more of like who do you know how can you connect us blah blah blah. and i and this is that's kind of like the work that i'm doing more on the bar bartender to bartender and now that has like um since i am a bartender i know a lot of bartenders so i've been hitting up people that i know whose bars are still open and try to like get through that but i also get paid uh per uh like we call it home premise. So basically if I convince somebody to go buy bottles at a grocery store and I can submit that to them. So it's a very different type of brand brand work because there's no, not really any bars open for me to do that. So, so a lot more low key is a lot more like smaller. So I don't really have any advice for you there because I don't feel like I'm doing any brand work. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not putting in that kind of work. So I have no experience there. I mean, I would say that Fernet should hire Mike because he designed his last year's Fernet coin. And I know, I right? Like, yes. They got that free work out of him. They got graphic yeah. designer from him. So give him a give him the real deal. I mean, Plus they the got money, guys. The, the Sunnies guys have fed me more Fernet than anyone else. It's like all a of them should be. I know they should all be hired for brand for for Fernet. Hear that, Fernet? All right, here we go. Here's question number two from from Mike. Second question. 
what is the best way to approach working at a cocktail bar that you're swooning to work at? You just like absolutely obsessed with this place and would love to work there. What do you do? All right. So what do you do if you there's a bar that you just have to work at and you need to get the job there? Get a stage. Yeah. So you'll yeah. Just be like, hey, I'll work for free. Like, I just want to work behind this bar. I'll do whatever I can. Here's my resume. I'll learn. And I'd say like nine times out of ten, they'll hire you and pay you. (laughs) I'll tell you what not to do. Don't sit at the bar top and get hammered. Don't yeah. do that. So many fucking people. Oh my god, I love this bar, and they get all fucking schlosh. I'm like, I want to like her, and I'm like, you're hammered. No, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. So don't do that. Yeah, um, I just ro- I roll joints with the business cards from the bar manager. Sit at the bar, <laughs> keep it right into their face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do a line. Yeah. I'm a bartender. Yeah, I could do this job. I mean, a stodge is great, though, because the stodge right now, you're getting unemployment, right? So now it's like no skin off your back. You can just go in there for a couple days, show them what you're like. Also, see if you want to work at that bar, which is another really important aspect of that. And then, you know, maybe when they are hiring, if they're not hiring right now, go get a job with them later because maybe things reopen a little soon and they need somebody and you've been there and you have a good attitude. It's a great way also, to do it. Like, what, what, what about the whole thing of like never meet your idols? I oh, went sure. and, and and I I applied for a job one time a few years ago. This bar that I really 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 loved, like, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, we love you too. Come work for us." And I went. I was like, "This is the fucking worst idea I've ever had. I hate it here." And yeah, never meet your idols. I don't know. I don't want to tell you that. I know she quit my bar the next day. It was terrible. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All right, I think I think that's a, that's a good answer. What would you do, Shauna? Right. What's up? If you want if a cocktail bar that you love and you want to get a job there, how do you do it? Uh, I think I any place I've ever really wanted to work, I just go up and like make friends with the people that are working there and just be like, you know, anytime anything opens up here, I'm here. If you guys need somebody to fill in, I'll fill in. Like, just be very flexible. Bartend like the best bartenders, I feel like are the ones that are really flexible especially like just and are eager to like jump on especially in los angeles because there's a lot of like alter alternative workforces happening around here that bartending is like secondary so i feel like bar managers a lot of times do want to have that like super reliable person and if you could prove that to be true for yourself um and to everyone around you then like you're gonna be the go-to no matter what that's true Good also point. physical flexibility, like, you know, really stretch. <laughs> Can yeah. you do the splits? <laughs> yeah. Adele could put her foot over her head. <laughs> Behind a bar, it's tight. <laughs> <laughs> you should see that flare. She puts a cocktail. You see that guy in New York? He puts it on his elbow. Adele puts it on the top of her foot. <laughs> on my foot. <laughs> All right. I think he's got one more question here. And then a third question, if you will, is... What is a good method to naming your cocktail? I have a lot of trouble naming them. Anyways, thank you, and hope to hear some of these questions answered. Love you guys. Miss you guys. No, no goodbye. <laughs> he said, "Miss you. We miss you too, Mike." Uh, that's nice. I miss Mike. He's a great guy. He's yeah, Mike is a Mike guy. is awesome. Uh, all right, who wants to take that one? Well, I. 
Well, text Shauna. This isn't the cocktail. Name it. Because I fucking suck at naming cocktails. I am the... I will call Shauna. Shauna, I can't name this cocktail. Call it... Name this cocktail. So, and Shauna will be like, call it this. And I'll be like, done. <laughs> that's how I do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's fair. I, like I love tr- naming cocktails. <laughs> You're so good at it, too. Can we just give you a few ingredients and you can name right. it? Yeah. Okay. I'm down to play. Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's do it. Um... Carrot, cognac, and I don't know, coconut and lime. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Coconut, carrot, cognac, and lime. Uh, let's name it the the, the French uh, gardener. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Basically, it's just a chimney sweep, right? I think those exist. It's still in France. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they were the, um, the dirt farmer. <laughs> the turf farmer? <laughs> I like that I, uh, one better. I, uh, I was actually really proud. Uh, so I usually do really in-depth puns as my cocktail names. Um, like I did uh, an aloe and watermelon one called Melon Collins and the Infinite Cactus. <laughs> and uh, like, you know, I'll just get too in depth. And one of my bartenders who's obsessed with Satoll, he came to me so excited the other day and he goes, Max, I did it. I found out my first cocktail I'm going to put on the menu. And I was like, what is it? And he's obsessed with Satoll. And he goes, it's going to be called Satoll Me What You Want, What You Really, Really Want. And that's great. And he goes, awesome. and, he goes and I'm going to wait till fall so it can be a spiced cocktail. And I went, damn there you go that's good see that's a kind of uh the layers yeah the layers the The puns it's all about the puns i suck at that i can't do it like i'm just like the carrot coconut cocktail there you go like i just i just suck at it i'm so bad at it i like the dirt farmer for that one the dirt farmer yeah (laughs) um i guess for for a suggestion uh is like break down like what what the the cocktail like reminds you of i think that's what i usually do it's like okay what does this remind me of like and try to think of it like esoterically i guess like what what's the first thing that comes to my mind what this thing reminds me of and then that's kind of like where where that i put word association together with that yeah dirt farmer dirt farmer farmer. (laughs) (laughs) do you guys know they farm the dirt (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right well i hope that helps uh <laughs> that's questionable um okay so let's get on to our next caller uh, oh this is actually a two-parter um hang on one sec all right here we go hello guys thanks so much for doing this um i had a couple would you rather questions for you and i'm excited to hear your answers the first one is would you rather cry every time you come or come every time you cry? Second one is, would you rather be the smartest person in the room or the funniest person in the room? Third one is, oh, I forgot the third one. I'm going to have to call back. I was just waiting for him to go, everybody but Adele. I have a question for you. <laughs> and also, no goodbye. No goodbye. Uh, 
Okay, let's let's take each take one because there's going to be three. It sounds like I think there's going to be a follow up call. Um, okay, so let's see. Adele, do you want to take the first one? No. <laughs> oh, the, okay, okay. Well, okay, Max, you get the come and you cry one. <laughs> I mean, that's an obvious answer. You would want to come every time you cry because if you <laughs> cry every time you come, then every time you come, it's an uncomfortable situation. Whereas you can make every time you cry so much better. <laughs> Oh, that's super good it's answer. Actually, yeah, it's really well thought. Yeah, that's, right? yeah. That's that would never would truly be sad. And it's just like if you're gonna be sad, I'm like, oh, I'm excited to be sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Whereas I have you... a. Would you rather for Adele? Would you rather take the question that you know, like the question before behind door number one or door number two? You know one, but the next one could be a lot harder. So I'm gonna do the one I know. Okay. Okay. So this one's for you. Uh, it's the um. It, would you rather be smartest person in the room or the funniest person in the room? Oh, funniest. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because if you're the smartest, nice. then you're always gonna be you're always gonna be depressed. Smart people are always really sad. Yeah, but what if every time you were depressed, you came? <laughs> oh, oh shit. Right? yeah, because you're gonna be crying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is all about one person. All layers, man. <laughs> is this self-exploration for the caller? Oh my, yeah. oh my god, yeah. What if you came fondue? Oh. <laughs> and then became a dirt farmer. <laughs> oh god. Okay, should we get to the last one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see what the last one is. Hello, it's me again with the Would You Rathers. Uh, this can be both ways, but I'm going to say it from the girls' perspective because obviously Shauna and Adele are girls. So, is it that obvious? <laughs> would you rather fuck your dad trapped in your boyfriend's body or your boyfriend trapped in your dad's body? Ew. Oh, that's it. Thank you very much. Bye. You did such a good job not taking that question at all. Oh, I just realized <laughs> that I have to do this one. <laughs> okay, dad and boyfriend body or boyfriend and dad body. <laughs> oh man. Wait, boyfriend. Oh <laughs> I'm really grossed out by this. Which is uh, less disastrous. I guess I would have to say like boyfriend and dad body you can close your eyes yeah because i can close my eyes but but i'd also have to like duct tape his (laughs) mouth because i'd have to be like you can't talk i can't hear your voice but then wait no boyfriend does he have boyfriend voice if it's boyfriend voice then i just need i just need to put a potato sack on my head (laughs) it has a body vocal cords right the same yeah it'd be like those mummies that they recreated the voice from recently but <laughs> okay, so all you can say is uh. So I, I just don't think that's a good answer to this, but I mean, f- for the sake of just the doings, I guess it's going to be a potato sack on my head, boyfriend, and dad buddy. Oh, <laughs> I respect that decision. Thank you. Yeah, that's... I would have made the same. Oh, good. Okay, I don't have yeah. to feel like a freak. No. Um, okay, well, I think we. we... Plus, if you cry, you'll just be coming the whole time. So. <laughs> yeah, no matter what, you answer the first question perfect. So we're gonna, we're all gonna be okay. 
fucking because I don't know if the the comings would happen with the fuckings on that other situation. Uh, so might as well cry. Uh, <laughs> making me really uncomfortable, dude. I know it's real weird. Uh, but thanks, caller. Thanks for making that weird. Um, <laughs> all right, and let's see. We have another caller, and I think this one's going to get re- really interesting here. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Uh, go to Michi. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. Here we go. Hi. Um, my friend gave me this number because I think she was tired of listening to me talk about my problem. Um, and I'm pretty sure she did it as a joke, but, um, I'm taking it seriously. So, I just, uh, you know, I wish someone had picked up. I feel pretty isolated, which is crazy because I already feel isolated. Um, uh, Let's see. What are my problems? Um, Well, my biggest fear is that I'm going to get pregnant because I'm pretty sure I'm super fertile. But I don't know that for a fact, like, no doctor has ever looked at my vagina and told me that I'm fertile, but I just know deep down that I could, like, pop out six kids, like, right now, just, like, sit down and, like, squat them out if I wanted to, like, if I really set my mind to it. Um, and so I'm afraid that I'm going to get pregnant because all I do is have sex because there's nothing else for me to do, but I'm getting so tired of having sex that... I don't know. I just, I think I need, like, a dog or, like, a toy to play with. Not, like, a sex toy, but, like, a, like, a, like, a fake animal toy, you know? Um, but anyways, I have been ashamed to say this to my therapist because I don't want her to judge me. And also, my therapist is a Mormon, and so I don't want her to know that I'm having sex. Um, and every time she asks me like about my social life or about my relationship, I just lie and tell her that I'm abstinent, which is not true. Um, I'm the complete opposite of that. But, um, as far as she knows, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Um, as far as she knows, I'm fully abstinent and like giving my life to God. Um, and I feel a lot of guilt about this. I feel a lot of guilt about lying to my therapist, but I don't really know how to resolve this issue. Um, but, and also, I guess I don't really want children, even though I'm supposed to want children because of religion. Um, but I don't know. I'm just a lot of different things going on right now. Um, and yeah, I'm afraid that like my sister is gonna hear this and she's gonna like call my therapist and tell her that I'm having sex and that there's gonna be some big intervention with like my grandparents. I, I think she got cut off. <laughs> I like cut out for a little a bit there and I still can't believe I missed part of that. <laughs> so much to unwrap. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Caller. Um, my gosh, that is, that is a whole thing. We really got to unravel here. 
Um, so I kind of had a hard, I mean, I was there for the whole thing there too. And I'm having a hard time kind of like gathering what exactly the question is. <laughs> so she is tired of having sex because she's having too much sex because she's bored in quarantine and mm. she feels like she's really fertile. She doesn't know that yet because she has never gotten checked, but she feels that she could have six kids if she really wanted to, but doesn't really want to, but feels like she should because her therapist is a Mormon is what I got from that. Yeah. Okay. And then also she's afraid of having kids and not sure if she wants kids. But she doesn't want to disappoint God. Yes. Yeah. And she can't talk to her therapist about sex because she pretends that that she has sex. Yes. Well, that's tricky because every time Jesus cries, he also comes, <laughs> which means she's having more sex by having sex and crying a lot. Yeah, I'm crying a lot. I mean, that's oh. tough. And farming dirt. Say, girl, do what you want. Get an IUD. Get a hobby. Wrap wrap them up. Maybe pick up a book? I don't know how you can be so bored. Oh, well, you mentioned you wanted a stuffed animal or like get a stuffed animal. Like, uh, or uh yeah, a hobby. A hobby is a good thing. Like we should send her a we should send her a can of cocktail. Or yeah, a can yeah, of tuna. <laughs> oh man. You can start canning your own cocktails. Why don't you start making cocktails? I mean, yeah. I just it's hard for me to start solving religious guilt. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that that's, a, tough. that's a tough one. Well, I, mean, I, I think help. it's, I like that she called cocktails though. Cause like, I think a bartender is going to give her more straightforward advice than like her, her Mormon therapist that doesn't want to know that she's having sex. Yeah. I mean, also like my biggest advice would be to go to a therapist that you can not lie to. That's like the <laughs> biggest thing. Like, like that's that's a big one. That's like going to a bartender that only gives you mocktails. You know, it's that's, just... okay. Yeah, exactly what it is like. All right. Mm. So A, get a hobby. B, get a new therapist. C, like get some good birth control. Yeah, birth control, and then like some serious birth control. And then do the doings, and then if you. I feel like going to a therapist, the whole point is you're supposed to be honest. Like that's, that's the biggest thing is like, I feel like the source of this problem is that she's going to a therapist that she's worried about judgment from, which kind of negates the purpose. Yeah. You have God for that. that. (laughs) He's already coming like crazy because you made him cry. So You really can't lose now. (laughs) I'd I'd say ditch the therapist. Honestly, I'd say that's the source. Yeah. Also ditch the therapist. Like you, if, if sex should be fun. If you're bored of sex, don't have it. I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like she's like over having sex, so don't have it. You can't get pregnant if you don't have sex. That's true. Hobby, get a hobby with your therapist. And, and, and yeah. they say we're and they say we're just bartenders. <laughs> That's solid advice. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if this happened to my bar, I would say something really nice and keep shining my invisible glass and just <laughs> <laughs> shuffle away. This oh, meat is delicious, by the way. Oh, I'm well, so glad. Man, I, I hope that we helped out with that caller. That one was like, that was a lot. There was a lot of layers there. Um, but if if you ever want to call back, feel free and we'll do our best well but yeah you got cut off i'm not sure where you're gonna go from there but yeah uh, i think it's important to acknowledge that we're not discounting the problem it's just that you should start where you have 
a control and you have control over your therapist which and over your birth control so start there yeah and, <laughs> and, and, and then we could suggest some nice cocktails that is true, <laughs> that is true. Which I call, that's also called self-medication but you know let's we all do that don't we it's a different podcast. It's a different podcast <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, oh. I, I really hate to tell you guys this, but this is our last and final caller of the show. Mwah, mwah. Does that sound kind of like a like an old timey like little jingle? It's the last oh. caller from the show. Show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is Billy. Billy, thank you so much for calling in. Uh let, let's see what Billy has to say. Hey there. Uh Billy Nomates here. Uh, with so many Amaros out there, what are a couple of your favorites to incorporate into cocktails? Um, and also, I just want to say thanks for all the entertainment and education. Uh, I've been going back and listening to old episodes that, just to take my mind off things and, you know, have a little light during the darkness. Anyway, uh, much love from Minnesota. Bye. That's the sweetest thing. Billy from Minnesota. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh, Billy. (laughs) Oh, it's so nice. What do you say? What about there's Amaros to mix with what? I I totally missed that. Oh, favorite Amaros. Yeah. In general? Mix with, yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Chinarita myself. Mezcal Mm. Chinaritas all day, babies. It's just however you like to make your margaritas with mezcal or tequila, whatever, and then um, cut back on the sugar and add a lot of chinar. That's how I like to incorporate them for for a poolside summer cocktail. Um, what else? Do you, I mean, that's my favorite, chinar, I would say. I, one of my favorite applications of Fernet is just add a floater of it on top yeah. of any type of buck, like anything with ginger beer or ginger. Just throw a floater of Fernet on that bad boy. Like Some people can't stand survivor. it, but... I really Fernet, like it. Fernet Branca or just Fernet? Uh, Branca. Or, yeah, Branca. I mean, any, yeah, I'd say Branca, but like also Branca. like Fernet, like uh, in general is good too. Like, I like the extra, like, uh, bitter and mintiness oh. of it. Oh, the, it's Kevin. Oh, hi, Kevin. Mwah, all the kisses. Oh, we <laughs> knew we were going to see Kevin at yeah, one he point. Came, he came for the mezcal. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, get your foot off of that keyboard. Well, we we don't have our podcast dog anymore, so Kevin, you're more than welcome to be our new podcast cat. Oh no, it's it's fine. It's it's a circle of life. I miss those farts personally. (laughs) Oh, we all do those dog farts. You can't beat. (laughs) I like uh, I like uh, with mescal. I've depending on the cocktail, it's very specific, but um. I I really love mixing with mezcal and ramazzotti, which I think is really fun. Ooh. I think they really play nicely together. Uh, there's a lot of fun of our own in the world, though. There's like too many to choose from. Too many. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, it's like such a big world with that that you know, the more you think you know about it, the, the somebody's gonna oh, have you heard of this? And you've never even seen it. Um, and it's also like what's available here. You go to like other countries, and they have like a whole different library of 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 that i would say that like i like chinar because most bars carry it so if i were a mood for a chinarita like i can have a chinarita instead right. of like hey, can i get those like ambiguous ass cocktails ambiguous ass amaro that you probably don't carry but it makes me sound real cool that i asked for it you know what i mean so i think that's why i like chinar so much because it's everywhere you can always so find chinar, it chinar's douche proof douche proof uh, nice. yeah, yeah 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 i guess so 
All right. I like that. In our 70s, like, oh, you don't have the 70, then you can still do shit up a little bit. Also, caller, I think it's a uh, maybe uh, think if you're trying to get into the world of Amaris, um, you could start playing around with them in the like, two to one like ratios of stirred cocktails too. like take your Manhattan specs and just like start mixing up your ratios of the, of the one of sweet vermouth. Cut that down with a, a half of a different Amaro that you're, you haven't experienced before and, and then maybe switch the other half with another Amaro. See what happens there. So that's like a pretty like fail safe like two to one ratio with some bitters that it's not going to be bad. You know, you're not going to experience a bad situation yeah. with that. And you can also switch out your whiskeys too and do tequila, mezcal, like, you know, and play around there. But or you can I, get really nerdy with it and just have them after dinner. Like they're supposed to be had. Those yeah. shows. You know? I did a, I did a pop-up at my buddy's Amaro bar in Reno called Amari and I did a coconut fat washed. So I mixed one part, uh, full flavor, non-virgin coconut oil with chinar and I fat washed it overnight and then froze it out. And then I did a pineapple gum syrup and made a julep out of it, mint julep. It was Ooh. so Okay, that, you're talking about, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucked <laughs> with that. I fucked with that real hard. That's yeah. yeah. All right, so <laughs> now I'm cooking with fire. <laughs> so when, when we do the, when we do the cribs episode, we'll have you make that live. Yes. Oh man, I have an Amaro cart. My house is weird. What? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so yeah, caller, caller Max weird. is who you should talk to. He's got a whole Amaro cart, Amari cart. Oh yeah, big time. Carti Amari, Maria Carti. Amaria Carti. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna name my firstborn uh, girl. What is Amari? it? Amari. I'm gonna Amaria Carti. Very nice. I'm gonna ask. That'll be my next question for Mike is how do you name children? Ooh, yeah, that's fair. That's first a fair name, first, it's like first name has to be your favorite Amaro and la- middle name has to be wow, your favorite wow, Amaro wow. and the street you grew up in. Ooh, oh, wait, so mine was uh, Fernette Chanclair? Yeah, there you go. That's how you name children. Oh my gosh. Mine Poor would kids. be Chinar Daisy, which oh, is man. basically a Chinarita. Oh my God, is this meant to be? <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. that's weird it's really good actually wow Mine's Bra- i don't know what to pick i guess i'll go Brolio adams Ooh, hey, that's a cool oh. name really that's that a, a pretty cool name oh man okay <laughs> well i think we man uh, I, we tackled all the questions um i'm i think we did pretty good i hope that everyone's satisfied with the answers that we gave um and if not you can cry come and just you know yeah there's always a default there's always yeah. a default um if you're not satisfied but, you can still satisfy yourself with your dissatisfaction I, I, I just want to i just want to say thank you so much to um uh, max reese <laughs> for coming on talk tales um you're you are seriously a gem you you are creative you are uh passionate you can scream like a like a you have a mouth like a serpent <laughs> yeah thank you so much for your time max really and for the cocktails be these were i mean i've only gone through two so far but they're delightful thank you so much for for oh, dropping by. that was really sweet of you and much needed because it's fucking hot as balls in my house um thank you so much for everything yeah, thanks for 
thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, come come by and have a porch drink soon and hang oh, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let people know how they can get um, the canned cocktails to go. If if Oh, yeah. If you swing by Gracias Madre, we have a variety of canned cocktails. Any of our cocktails under menu can be sold to go, which was a goal of mine. Um, so come do that. And uh, yeah, you can Postmate them if you don't want to leave your house, which I totally respect. Or you can get them on Caviar and all that fun stuff, uh, DoorDash. So yeah, I mean, that's it. That, that's it. Just freaking, if you're in LA and Gracias Madre is a goal of yours and you want to get some of those cocktails, you can. And if you're not and you're out of state, let me know. I'll pop those bad boys on ice. They'll last in the mail and I'll send them on over. So support Damn. them. Awesome. Yeah. That's support oh. the Postal Service, <laughs> not the band. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> um awesome yeah you guys heard that now order cocktails and all you know support the bartenders support them support them support them and the and the local spirits and everything um i i just want to plug real quick that adele and i are doing a special uh cocktail class virtually so you could sign up it's a limited space not unlimited it is a limited space um, yeah, you can join us online virtually and we're going to be teaching free cocktails uh, class uh, and how to make cocktails at home. And it's going to be really fun. And you'll get a taste of like what we do with cocktails with cocktails in our virtual classes that we do all the time now. So make sure you sign up and grab your bottle and then we'll get cocktailing. So if so, yeah, gra- grab your tickets. It's on Eventbrite. Oh, you can also get it on talktailsthepodcast.com backslash classes. You could sign up there as well. Um, okay. And also thank you so much to our good friend, Josh, for composing our theme song. And thank you so much, uh, Grayson, for creating our logo. We really appreciate that. And thank you to everyone who called in. Uh, great questions, like unbelievable questions. And make sure anyone listening, if you want to call in, we're doing this every week. You can call anytime. Leave us a voicemail. The number is the number is eight. Th- nope, that's my home phone. That's my phone number. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is it, so the number is two one three four six five zero eight three seven. Again, yeah. that's 313-465-0837. And I know this might come as a shock to most of you guys, but we're actually not licensed therapists. So if you're having like an actual emergency call, I don't know, 911 or, or somebody who can actually help you. We're not, I know we sound real smart, but we're actually not licensed to, this is all just for entertainment. Um, don't drink and drive ever. Wear a mask. Don't touch doorknobs and then touch your face. And be nice to your servers and bartenders. They're please under a lot of pressure. Nice. Yes. Don't be a dickhead. Don't drink mesquila, please. Don't drink mesquila. <laughs> <laughs> it won't give you COVID. Oh, my God. <laughs> or a bad mullet. Um, <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. Can't wait to do some more questions next week. So everyone keep tuning in and supporting TalkTales. Um, if you want to support us on ah. our Patreon, patreon.com backslash TalkTales, the podcast. We also have a virtual tip jar set up at Venmo, and that is at TalkTales underscore podcast. Awesome. Guys, let's get out of this thing with a cheers with these awesome yeah. freaking canned cocktails. Oh, I and bottles well. of tequila. Cheers, or guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Looking forward to my Sammy, Sammy Hangar over. <laughs> Sammy Hangar over. Yeah. Gonna, if I ever talk to Mr. Hangar, I'm going to send him your way, Max. Please. I would love that. Love it. All right. Cheers, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail.